The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the first chapter. And immediately, Jesus left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay ill with a fever, and immediately they told him about her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and her fever left her, and she began to serve them. That evening at sundown they brought to him all who were sick or oppressed by demons, and the whole city was gathered together at the door, and he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons. And he would not permit the demons to speak because they knew him. And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him, and they found him and said to him, Everyone is looking for you. And he said to them, Let us go on to the next towns, that I may preach there also, for this is why I came out. And he went throughout all Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and casting out demons. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sing praise to our God, for he is gracious. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Indeed, for the Lord whom you say is gracious found you at the lake, mending your nets, and summoned you into his family. And so everyone who now eats at his table is your brother and sister too. Indeed, he is gracious, for he was in the synagogue when you came in. And he said to you, Depart, unclean spirit, and give room to the Holy Spirit. And now what the apostle said applies also to you. All who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God, who heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And today you hear how that is true for you. St. Mark tells us that after leaving the synagogue, Simon and Andrew and James and John went over to Simon's house for dinner and took Jesus along. He tells us that there at home, Jesus healed Simon's mother-in-law of a fever. He took her by the hand and lifted her up, and she was soon feeding them supper. And St. Mark tells us that word of it soon got round the streets and alleys of Capernaum, so that by sundown, practically the whole town was at Simon's door, one huge, massive sea of humanity, straining, begging, reaching, pleading, men, women, children, the young, the old, each one, his hand, her hand, take, heal me too. 
There had never been anything like it. Oh, make no mistake, the world was filled with healing centers. There were renowned sanctuaries and numerous medicinal pools. There were physicians of varying ability and scruples, but nothing, nothing like this, where in an instant, at the touch of a hand, absolutely free of charge, you could be cured completely of whatever it was that ailed you. Fever, gout, arthritis, your toothache, leprosy, blindness, even the common cold. For the first time in history, a terminal illness was terminal no more. There was a cure for cancer, an addiction to every kind of mind-numbing drug. Nothing was inevitable. Never again would it need be said, well, that's just the way he is, or, ah, you know what she's like. Once Simon's mother-in-law's hand was grasped by the hand of Jesus, once Simon opened his door, it was as if every tree in the dead of winter started to bloom. The gospel is the power of God, Paul once wrote. Jesus came to bring life, God life. He came to bring deliverance from the deepest heartfelt wound. He came to fulfill the oracles which the prophets had copied down. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. He came to grab your hand and lift you up when you're laid out and don't have the strength to wiggle your little toe. And when you're restored and start serving, then people start knocking on your door. Jesus is here with his salutary gift, the healing power of his body and blood. To have the precious host placed into your mouth, to have the chalice raised to your lips, is to have this Jesus proclaimed in your hearing reach out to you no less than he did to Simon's mother-in-law and those who clamored at eventide at his door. This is Simon's house, and Christ is here for you. Here the demons that would keep you in bondage get ordered to hell. Here whatever it is that is keeping you from praising God is terminated. You have sung he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Well, how is that so, if not in the body, blood, soul, and divinity of him who died and lives? He whose death means life for you. Simon himself would write, by his wounds you have been healed. But make no mistake, what Jesus does is not some traveling show. 
For Mark says that in the morning, while it was still very dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went out to a deserted place to pray. And it is St. Matthew who tells you why. It was because in healing the brokenhearted and binding up their wounds, Jesus had taken our infirmities and borne our diseases into himself. What your dear Lord offers to you absolutely free of charge is incredibly costly to him. There is no magic wand to cure what ails you. Only the cross, the touch, the word, the glance, your mother's prayer may all look easy. But the truth is that God does nothing, speaks no word, casts out no spirit, delivers from no artery clogging food apart from Jesus. And there is no Jesus apart from the one who dies who suffers, who experiences a migraine called hell. Every act of deliverance is imparted from the body given, the blood shed. So if you are going to want him to pick up your fevered hand, if you're going to want him to say, say to him, in mercy, heal me, Lord, it is the same as saying, you, Lord, become sick, so I might be well. You, Lord, take my pain, my arthritis, my cancer, my bondage to whatever it is that is keeping me from being whole. You, Lord, take my guilt, so I can be free. By his wounds, you have been healed. No wounds, no healing. But the verb is in the past tense. The cross now goes before us. God's love precedes us. Jesus does not now get up and leave for a deserted place to pray. He's been to his Gethsemane. He's drunk of the cup. So that you now can say, before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O oh Lord. There is no given and shed that is not at once a given and shed for you. Let us go on to the neighboring towns, he says, and proclaim there too, for that's what I came to do. To come to you is what he has come to do. Let him come to you. If you're too weak to raise your head, then lay it on his feet. He is pleased to have you wash them with your tears. Whether you call out loud or with sighs too deep for words, he knows, he hears, he loves. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Even so, at this altar, he does so.
for you. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.